0: Welcome to Indie Radio News Read, I'm Prathamesh and you're listening to the news updates for November 3rd, 2022. Here are the international news updates for today. North Korea Suspected to have Fired an ICBM North Korea has suspectedly fired an Intercontinental Ballistic Missile or ICBM but it failed mid-flight, says the South Korean military. The ICBM launch the North 7th this year sparked an alert in Japan but fell short landing in the sea. Tensions are escalating amid fears that the North will soon conduct a nuclear test. On Wednesday, both Koreas fired missiles near each other's waters. The exchange saw the most number of missiles launched by the North in a single day. North Korea's multiple launches come as the US and South Korea are staging their largest ever joint air drills, which Pyongyang has strongly criticized as aggressive and provocative. Pakistan's ex-Prime Minister Imran Khan shot and wounded Pakistan's former Prime Minister Imran Khan has been shot and wounded in the leg in an attack on his protest march in the eastern city of Wazirabad. A senior aide told AFP news agency it was an attempt to kill him, but police are yet to confirm that he was the target. Members of his PTI party said another four people were hurt in the shooting. 70-year-old Mr. Khan was leading the march on the capital Islamabad to demand snap elections after he was ousted in April. The former Prime Minister was seen being taken to a hospital in Lahore. A party spokesman said he had been hit in the shin. Chilean President Proposes Reform to Increase Old Age Pensions The President of Chile, Gabriel Boric, presented on Wednesday to Congress a project to reform the current private pension system and transform it into a model with the state's and employer's participation to increase the amounts delivered. Today we present a reform, awaited and postponed for more than 15 years, which creates a mixed system that will guarantee better pensions for all," the president said in a televised speech. Boric explained that the reforms put an end to the current system called Pensions Fund Administrators or AFP and creates new investment managers, both state and private, promoting competition through the entry of new players. The financing of this new system is composed of three pillars, the first through the individual contribution of workers through mandatory contributions, the second with fiscal funds and the last with a contribution paid by employers. Ethiopian government and rebels agreed to cease fire. On Wednesday, the Ethiopian government and the Tigray People's Liberation Front or TPLF announced an agreement to end a two-year-long conflict in Northern Ethiopia. The peace accord was signed in Pretoria, South Africa, days after an African Union or AU-led negotiation which was facilitated by Olusegun Obasanjo, the AU High Representative for the Horn of Africa, along with the former President of Kenya Uhuru Kenyatta and former Deputy President of South Africa Fumzile Lambon Chuka. The two parties in the Ethiopian conflict have formally agreed to the cessation of hostilities and orderly disarmament," Obasanjo said, adding that the deal includes restoring law and order, restoring services, and unhindered access to humanitarian supplies. Ethiopia, Africa's second most populous nation, has seen a devastating conflict between government-allied troops and forces loyal to the TPLF since November 2020, which has left millions in urgent need of humanitarian assistance. Palestinians fear escalation of violence as Netanyahu closes on victory. The prospect of Benjamin Netanyahu returning to power as head of one of the most right-wing coalitions in Israel history has prompted concern among Palestinians who fear it could be a prelude to an escalation of their conflict with Israel. More than 100 Palestinians from the Israeli-occupied West Bank have been killed by Israeli forces this year. Palestinian Prime Minister Mohammad Shatayeh said the rise of right-wing parties was a natural result of the growing extremism and racism in Israeli society which the Palestinians have been suffering from for years. He also said that Palestinians would not stop their legitimate struggle to end the occupation, gain freedom and establish the independent state with Jerusalem as its capital regardless of the identity of the winners in the Israeli elections. Now to the National News stories. Gujarat elections in two phases, counting on December 8th. Voting for the Gujarat Assembly elections will be held in two phases on December 1st and December 5th, the Election Commission announced on Thursday. The counting of votes will take place on December 8th along with that of Himachal Pradesh. Of the total 182 Assembly seats in the state, voting for 89 seats will be held on December 1st and the remaining 93 seats on December 5th. Chief Election Commissioner Rajiv Kumar, before announcing the poll schedule, paid tributes to the victims of the Morbi Bridge tragedy that killed at least 135 people. He also said that political parties must explain why they selected candidates with criminal backgrounds. He added that via the Know Your Candidate app, voters will be informed about all the details, including criminal history and funds, of all the candidates. India abstains on Russia-sponsored draft resolution at UNSC. India has abstained on yet another resolution involving Ukraine, this time a motion sponsored by Russia at the United Nations Security Council that sought to establish a commission to investigate claims by Moscow that the US and Ukraine are carrying out military biological activities in laboratories in Ukraine in violation of the Biological Weapons Convention. The resolution failed to get adopted on November 3rd as only two council members, Russia and China, voted in its favour while the US, the UK and France voted against it and the other council members, including India, abstained. In the explanation of the vote, Councillor A. Amarnath, from India's permanent mission to the UN, said India attaches high importance to the Biological Weapons Convention or BWC, which is the first non-discriminatory disarmament treaty banning a complete category of weapons of mass destruction. Direct flights between India and China should start, says Chinese Consul General. Direct flights between India and China should start and the governments of the two countries must work together on this, Chinese Consul General in Kolkata, Zha Liu said. Flight services between the two neighbours have been disrupted ever since coronavirus was first reported in Wuhan in late 2019 and subsequently spread across the world. The flight disruption posed a major challenge for hundreds of Indian students as well as families of Indians working in China and businessmen, though Beijing recently lifted the visa ban after about three years. Direct air connectivity between India and China should start and both governments should work towards this. A number of Indian students are now keen to return to China, Mr. Liu said at a press briefing on Wednesday evening. Working on a single-platform national model for live streaming in all courts, says Justice Chandrachood. The Supreme Court is working hard to institutionalise live streaming of court proceedings and frame a uniform and national model, Chief Justice of India designate Justice D Y Chandrachud said on November 3. Justice Chandrachud, heading a bench with Justice Hima Kohli, said efforts are on to set up a national infrastructure where proceedings in all courts, from subordinate courts to high courts and the Supreme Court, can be beamed live from a single platform. The bench was hearing a petition filed by advocate Matthews Nedumpara on live streaming of proceedings. Justice Chandrachud urge Mr. Nedumpara also to consult domain experts and lawyers who are technically proficient to make live streaming across courts a reality. Air Quality Panel Bans Entry of Non-CNG Non-Electric Trucks into Delhi The Commission for Air Quality Management in NCR and Adjoining Areas, or CAQM, on Thursday ordered the state government to implement a ban on entry of trucks into Delhi. Exception has been given for trucks carrying essential commodities, providing essential services and all CNG and electric trucks. The ban is part of a list of actions under stage 4 of the Graded Response Action Plan or GRAP that the CAQM has ordered state governments in the NCR to take with immediate effect. The GRAP is a set of emergency measures taken to reduce air pollution. The CAQM has also advised children, elderly and those with respiratory, cardiovascular, cerebrovascular and other chronic diseases to avoid outdoor activities and stay indoors as much as possible. Thank you for listening to Indie Radio Newsreel. For more news, audiobooks and podcasts, stay tuned to Indie Radio or log on to www.indiejournal.in. Also consider subscribing to listen to our premium shows.